welcome to PCB, bitches. Welcome back to another episode. Um, today so we're gonna <laughs> talk about you know adventures, sports, and grub. Uh, yeah, we yeah. have a couple of special guests tonight. Um, this is one of our close friends, uh, Wyeth. Hello, everyone. Hello. Pool. Yeah, Wyeth Pool. Um, Cam Fredette is also in the podcast tonight, but he is uh, currently going to get DoorDash. Going to get our DoorDash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're trying to get another special guest down here, so uh, keep yourselves posted on that. But as of right now, we're not entirely sure. Um, but you know. I think we're just going to dive right into it. The first segment is going to be adventures. Um, so, Wyeth, you are a big uh, hiker, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, what is... Uh, so, you went on like a trip for what? Like the past like two months, essentially? Like last month, month and a half? Yeah. So, what states uh, did you go down to? Uh, basically, New England area. Saw everything around here. Went down to North Carolina. Yeah. How'd you like North Carolina? Oh, it was awesome. Went to the Canes game. Yep. I uh, went to, actually went to South Carolina for a NASCAR race. I saw and, that. Uh, How was that? Oh my goodness. It was awesome. Well, well it's better than NASCAR was... race or the hockey? Oof. Oof. What's more know. exciting? I would say the Canes atmosphere was was up there. I would say that, that was definitely my favorite for sure. And you actually got into the hype video. Yeah, exactly. I mean, being like... We were, me and my cousin were just chilling, like talking to these random people, and then the next thing I know, um, these these guys come up with cameras to us and be like, "Do you guys want to be in the, the hype video?" And we're like, "Sure, that sounds just good." Two, I mean, like, just two got, small people from Maine just get to go into two, that. That's yeah, awesome. exactly, exactly. I mean, I was like, you know, I guess this is a good way to get into my intro to first hockey game ever, and uh, went in there. And with the reduced cap, like, space in there, like, you could just see so much. Yeah, and you're also a huge Canes fan, correct? I mean, not a now, huge... Now I am. Now not I a huge Canes fan, but, I mean, you're rooting for them in the playoffs. I mean, being in the hype video and, you know, the atmosphere down there, I like them a lot more than, hey, when I was up here just voting for the Bruins. And, I mean, I love them both, mm-hmm. but... That happens when you travel places. Like, yeah, I went you... to a Phillies game. The past, like, two years, I've just been watching, like, all the Phillies games. Dude. Yeah. Did I say yeah. Bruins? Because I definitely did. Phillies. Okay. He said yeah. Bruins. But, um, but. so, you kind of have, you know, a, do you have, like, a top ten, like, mountain list that you just hiked? Like, you have, like, a certain, like, top ten that you oh can kind of narrow it down? If I'm trying to remember everything, um... A lot. There's a lot. Alright, alright. How about this? How about like top three that you just did? Top three? I'd say Eisenhower. Where's that? Uh, it's in the White Mountains. About 5,000 feet. That one, like, we were in the clouds. That's like a mile up in the air. Yeah. 5,000 feet. Yeah, you could see, you could see a lot. Like, the weird thing is we were so high where it felt like the clouds were like kind of like pinching in on us. Mm -hmm. It was cool. And then like every once in a while you see like me and my friend were trying to guess where the rain source could be because the weather up in the White Mountains here in Mount Washington don't want to mess with because you could get blown away pretty quickly. Yeah. Stuff there. Um, but the views and stuff like that, we loved it. Absolutely. And, you know, surprisingly, I would say that's definitely my favorite. But I started, um, my journey basically last year, I started on the coast and I made my way up, um, to that high elevation. Obviously, it takes it made me a lot stronger with my calves and stuff like that. How were your yeah. lungs while you were up there? Actually, not that bad. Well, climbing feet. like that trail was just so steep; it just went straight up. Yeah. So me and my friend were just like, "Holy crap! We're just gonna do this. Keep pushing through." I mean, um, your your lungs when you're at five thousand feet aren't bad, but when you're in Utah or something like that, where the average elevation is 5,000 feet, and then you climb a mountain and you're like 10,000 feet above sea level, oh. that shit kills your I lungs. I cannot imagine that. But I mean, like, even the mountains that, I mean, here in Maine, we have that start from zero because you're on the coast. Yeah. Some of them, you can just, you just climb straight up and you feel it. Yeah. You feel it definitely. I mean, like, it was a good preparation for doing the White Mountains and all around here. I did, like, you and Rangeley, I kind of built my way up so I could hit a lot of the 4,000s and get 
progressively stronger as I went. So I started basically Acadia, Camden area. Found a really cool hidden gem one. Um, that was actually my favorite Tulsa one, Spirit Mountains. I had completely Where open. Is that? It's it's in the middle of the woods. <laughs> um, I'd say it's right off of the Acadia kind of area. Oh yeah. It's uh like in a public land. Which okay. is cool. Now, what's the tallest mountain that you climbed? Basically, right at five thousand feet. So, so that was in the White Mountains. That was in the White Mountains. Yeah. Okay, now for that one, how do you prepare for that? Do you climb mountains that are shorter and just build up to five thousand feet, or do you? Just like try and climb it a little bit at a time, and then finally go up to the peak. I mean, I honestly, what I did was I started from like the Tulsa ones. I just prepared my legs, and as my legs got stronger, I knew I could take. Obviously, I went to the gym still yeah. to prepare for it, and um, it also helps when you're like one twenty soaking wet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Duncan, I try to do that. I mean, I'd be done just getting out of the car and walking two feet. If I tried to do that. Well, speaking of hiking, like, high places, you know, getting physically prepared for it, you know, I was in good shape when I moved up to Utah for the hockey season and everything. Yeah. There's a mountain out there called the Y. It's right in Provo. Oh, my God. It's 8,500 feet. My first week there, my my third day in, I'm still getting, like, used to the elevation and everything. The college team down there, my brother was trying out for him, and I went down there to kind of get in shape and everything. We had to we had to run it. Run that mountain. We had to run up goodness. and then down it, and then up to the Y. Or up, up to the, to the Y. Peak? Up to the Y, and that was seven thousand feet. Yeah, that can take a while. And the, so the Y is seven thousand feet above sea level. It's not seven thousand feet off. Yeah, not, not. And, uh, and then there's a, there's a, a ski resort out there called um, Brighton Resort. And when you're up at the top of the mountain, you're above the clouds. Oh, that's amazing. I mean, there's... That's my skiing goal right there. I mean... You, if you, you got to go out to Colorado or, the like, the Rockies or something if you're going to go skiing. Like, there's... Send your trip. Send Be also, louder with the back of shit. Get Airbnb to the... Wyatt loves his Airbnbs. Go get the Airbnb to Colorado. Dude, the Airbnbs out in like Utah and Colorado are cheap. Too. No, yeah, no. they honestly are super cheap. They also, I was talking to my um, well, he was going to be my soccer teammate this fall, and um, he said that he got Airbnb, a trip there, and ski trip for like seven hundred dollars just through the college and stuff like that. And the fun thing is, some people go for two fifty. I'm just like, was this see. in Vermont or was it in Colorado? Uh, this is this is to Colorado. They Technically, we're doing like a fundraiser for it. Oh yeah, to save up for it. But that's just like so cool. Just thinking about possibly being able to ski up there and stuff like that. Yeah. So you keep on mentioning school and stuff in the White Mountains. Um, you just recently had committed to Northern Vermont for yes. uh, track and field, correct? Uh, actually, soccer. Soccer, right? Yeah, for soccer, I I did a a one eighty basically on a Farmington. Yeah, I, uh, I remember that you were fully committed to Farmington, and then you kind of switched up a little bit. So, dude, this winter with skiing, he was like dead set on. Yeah, because remember we went down to Cabela's, and he was like doing like, all of his like room and board stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, did so like when you were hiking the White Mountains and stuff, did like that kind of influence where you wanted to be as an environment for Vermont? Yeah, I mean the environment up there honestly is really great. It it's basically has everything that I love skiing and hiking and uh, the people up there are extremely nice um, yeah. the big question for me was uh, which plan was better for me to take for the four years because I mean I'm going for um, outdoor education leadership and tourism with a concentration in mountain resort management hoping that I'll be working for the mountains that's actually pretty cool that a college actually has that type of major yeah for sure because usually that's a hospitality major yeah no I mean there's only far few in between, and I didn't even think Northern Vermont had it. I was going to go there last year. I was um, accepted for meteorology when I was into that. And, you know, Were you going to be like the new like meteorologist for the combo Mr. Mike show in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going to take over Russ Marley's? Always get it wrong. 
Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, you get paid hundred grand a year to get supposed the supposed to be around. 95 and sunny today. <laughs> As you look like at the window, and it's like... fucking downpour. Yeah, I was like, you look at the window, it's like 6 degrees and like 12 feet of snow is coming down on the ground. So stupid, dude. They yeah. always get that shit. Yeah, well, I, I saw what they did. I went to Inside Channel 8. Uh, actually, I had a tour by a meteorologist who luckily showed me everything and kind of like showed me how they did his job. And that's when he knew for a fact we want to get out of meteorology. Yep. It was a lot of math, let's say. It's a lot of math. Who wants to do math for a career? I mean, <laughs> I'm going for civil engineering, but still. <laughs> but, um, well, since we have a minute, um, everyone, we also have another special guest tonight. I mentioned it earlier, uh, Cam Fredette. Yes, sir. That'd be me. Um, Cam, do you have any questions for Wyeth on his last uh, trip that he just went on? Uh, not really any questions, but I just think it's sick that he's doing that. Uh, I have a friend of mine I graduated high school with that hiked the Appalachian Trail, so I followed her journey through Instagram. I thought it was pretty sweet. Um, do you ever plan on doing the entire Appalachian Trail all in one go, or do you just want to keep doing it in sections like you have been doing it? You know, I think, honestly, with the timing, I would say I really do want to do the whole thing one day. Because I feel like for a hiker, like that's on the up-there goals. Like If you could do that, then you're basically top tier hiking, which is really cool. And I mean, I've done a lot of sections on it. I've seen how cool it is. And I mean, it's all about exploring different areas. And there's one area that I really want to go to this summer, actually. And I'm thinking about possibly staying at Airbnb there. Uh, <laughs> you bring your girlfriend on this one? Yeah, I think we're going on like a you, you'll birthday be, trip. Because our birthdays are literally two days apart. The guaranteed oh, you're word. not hiking at all. What's your birthday? You're way too sore. Oh, word. Okay. <laughs> Nice. So, you so have legs to hike, bro. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be way too sore to be hiking. Yeah. Except that jacuzzi is gonna come in handy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, uh, so what sections have you done? What sections have you done? I've done a lot through Maine. A lot of them. Um, literally, I went through like off of Route 16 into like a dirt road for miles, and this road was like all caved. So Route 16 goes from Bingham into Moscow, kind of. Kinda, yeah, kinda the Appalachian Trail crosses where we went fishing through Bingham. Where we went fishing, if you oh, kept going like maybe five hundred feet above where those rapids were, there's a place right there where the Appalachian Trail crosses, and David's actually had to bring people across so that they can finish the Appalachian Trail. Yeah. It ends That's at cool. the top of Katahdin, right? Yes, it does. So he would bring them across, and then they literally just finish all the way up to Katahdin. Yeah. Well, it can start or finish there because you can start in Maine or you can start down in Georgia. Right. Uh, which, but but kind of cool. Who would want to start in Georgia? No, Georgia's all flat and stuff like well, that. Well, if you I start to Maine, it's all like bumpy. I've heard Maine's the toughest part of the Appalachian Trail. Yeah, yeah, the whites in Maine are the hardest, from what my friend said, because she literally went through like from the time she got into the whites, which is like southern part of New Hampshire, if I remember right. Yeah. Doesn't start northern, northern, northern part northern. of excuse me. Yes, she went through like two pairs of shoes from there to Katahdin. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Staying on the same note, I go to school down in Virginia at a school called Roanoke College. Oh, wow. Um, and the Appalachian Trail actually runs right through there. And there's a, they call it the Triple Crown. It's like three wicked cool sites. One of them's called um, Dragon's Tooth. The other one's McAfee's Knob, which like literally looks like you're sitting on a cliff on the edge of the world. Like it legit like sticks out and you like sit over the top of it. Like it's sweet. Mm-hmm. And the other one's Tinker Cliffs. But if you end up coming down that way and doing that part of the trail, like definitely look me up. We can chill hey, out while you're down uh, there. I think that definitely is on the goals for I mean, That's all the Blue Ridge Mountains down that way. Blue Ridge, Blue yeah. Ridge is a very nice area. I've actually traveled through there. Uh, last year, actually, I went to North Carolina, too. And I traveled through there, and I just I looked at it, and I'm just like, I gotta do this one day. Yeah, for sure. It's basically, for me, in the degree I'm going for outdoors, like, I could even become, like, I've thought about, like, a forest ranger and stuff like that. I feel like that's yeah, the that, next part. If I was a forest ranger... I would not get off my four wheeler or my side by side or nothing. No. Screw walking. Who yeah, wants to? Who wants to car? I don't get that. Especially if it's well, I mean, you're gonna have to have it to go up. That's my Quick question. Snob. Do you ever think you're gonna wow. do something like Everest? Everest. Actually, is that like a bucket list type of item? Want to go overseas and like do this more like the Alps and like all of that stuff like in Switzerland and any other country? The Alps no. would be sick for you if you're into skiing and stuff too. Like that'd yeah, be, that'd be a nice exactly. trip. Like you know, exactly. save up maybe like a. Uh, once you get out of college? Yeah, no, honestly, like, I thought about that. I'm just like, that's not, like, the Alps, that's always in my mind is, like, 
back, my dad used to watch like the Tour de France and stuff like that, and how they used to feel like that. I'm like, I used to do that, but the views and stuff like that there, something I've always wanted to do in the ski resorts. There, I, I like the Amazing Race actually. That's one of my yeah. favorite shows. So like you get to see basically everywhere, and then like you take it all in. And you're like, yeah, one day if I can do that, definitely. For sure. I mean, you have fifty mountain views. 54 in 2020 right now. 54 in a year. I don't even think I've played 54 golf courses in my life. It was, it was a lot. I mean, it was when COVID. a lot more expensive, though. But. Yeah. It was when COVID hit, basically. It was like, they were like saying, like, you can't really go. Like, you, have, you can only go outdoors to exercise, basically, during the whole lockdown period. Jeez, you really follow the CDC guidelines pretty well. Yeah, so did we. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, at, fir- at first, like, I, I was like, I'm not gonna stay indoors, so I'm just like, I'm just gonna do something. Uh, so I just started that, and it started end of March, because that's when school ended, senior ended, end of March. I was already preparing for track and field for going back to skate stuff open, so I was like, you know what, I'm already basically close enough into that shape. Let's see if I can get to another goal. And then it was like, at first, it was like. Oh, uh, like 30, 40 would be a nice goal. And I'm like, wait, if I just do this consistently, I could get up to like 50 and beyond. So and if you ever decide like to go out west, like you said, you know, go and see the Rockies and stuff or anything, there's a there's a place that's kind of like a showstopper in Utah. So it's called, it's in Moab. It's a national park in Utah. Mm-hmm. And it's called the Delicate Arches. Oh. I, I don't know if you saw the Instagram or not. But I went out there. Yes, yes. It's Pl- a hike. It's a three. Plug the IG. Plug the IG. Yeah, H-ray thirty. Um, <laughs> R A Y E for red. It's not just delicate arches. No, though. there's so much. There's like I can't remember what it was, but we read a sign when we were out there, and there's like fuck. There's close to three thousand arches. Yeah. Because it's like a specific thing. It's like if it's. Like three feet wide and like more than two feet deep is considered a notch. It doesn't even have to go all the way through the rock. Really? But it's considered a notch. So this entire place is all made out of sandstone. Mm-hmm. It's red rock. Red rock and sandstone, yeah. Well, I thought that's what sandstone was. But, um, so it's all made out of sandstone and there's like 3,000 arches throughout this entire, like, complete. I don't even know. How many acres is Arches you, National Park? You don't even want to know. It's, it's, it it's pushing 500,000. Too many. Yeah. If not more. You could get lost it's, in there. It's honestly insane because when you're up there on the arches, you see the, the Rockies in the background and everything, and you're up there, and the wind is howling. Like, yeah. it, it's crazy. Like That's something. That's one thing you got to put on your bucket list. No, you know? yeah, for sure. My goal is basically to get to a job where I can just be outdoors and, like, not have to worry about like kind of like the city and stuff like that. Are you into hunting and fishing and stuff too? Because game would be perfect for that. Yeah, I'm definitely into fishing for sure. Fishing, I've I've been shark fishing before, and oh, I love those days. Absolutely. So I want to touch on when your friend hiked the Appalachian Trail. Mm-hmm. Is it like a one person thing? Can you go do it by yourself, or is it like a you need a tag? Person. So she went by herself, okay. um, which is pretty cool anyway as a girl to do it, yeah. period. But to do it by herself is actually kind of scary because like, people go missing on the Appalachian Trail. And, like yeah, There's been a history of like, people getting that's killed. That's why I was asking. Um, but what's kind of cool about her is she's a wicked cool girl anyway. So she actually met some friends along the trail that she made on the trail, not that she had prior, um, that she ended up traveling with for long periods of time. Um, and she still talks to this day. Like I still follow her on social media and stuff. She's wicked cool and posts about like, her time on the AT and um, all the people that she met on it and she's still friends with it connects with and stuff it's really cool um she got it done in i want to say like six months which is pretty good time for one person doing it by herself yeah, that's like average i think yeah and she did a lot of like the side trails and stuff too because it's not just one trail that goes from georgia to maine like there's a lot of like side trails and different stuff you can go do and go see and like you can take your time with it or you can I go fast. Like Next thing I know is... <laughs> probably. Yeah. Next thing probably. I know, if I did that, I'd start in Georgia. I'd take one wrong turn. I'll end up in like fucking middle of nowhere, Missouri. Like, Oof. I'm a little off the trail. A little off the trail, trail dude. <laughs> so I was asking because... You need like, a second Sean, with you. Sean. 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 Sean.
probably 25 times if I wanted to go hike the Appalachian Trail. So, like, there's oh. one... You have to get ready for that. Huh? You have to prepare yeah, for that. Yeah, though. I mean, I mean he's in the army, so yeah. Well, I know yeah, a group of army ran me the other day, and he goes, "Dude, I'm basically the new T. Lou." And I was like, <laughs> "Fucking sorry, <laughs> no." <laughs> Dude, T. Lou was jacked in high school. Sean's not. But okay, so there's one person that, like, if you want to hike the Appalachian Trail. Well, the thing is, I've been hike, I've been hiking with him before. And uh, actually, it was in the it was in that stretch of me hiking, fifty mountains. I'm pretty sure it was towards like when I was in the forty plus range, like towards the end of the summer because I went camping up in Greenville. It was beautiful. Oh, area. He summer. went with you, didn't he? He did. He Would did. you do Kitty Uh No, I did a uh, big four, and that was about three thousand feet. Actually, speaking of that, I was actually doing a job there two days ago. We had a yeah. two mile stretch of uh, two mile stretch of boundary lines on it. That's awesome. There's a difference between someone who wants to do it and <laughs> someone who's getting paid to do it. You complain the entire time. <laughs> Dude, I, Fuck this shit. Yeah, like, but Hunter complains about everything all the time. Let's be real. I called my boss. I was like, I don't care where you are. I don't care if you're down south. Drive up to Rockwood right now and bring the side by side. I'm not walking this. <laughs> Did not care at all. Did he bring it up? Nope. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. At least you didn't yeah. do it on the day where it's 95. Yeah, I called. Oh, no way. <laughs> Um, fucking thanks. But no, I mean that's that's honestly really cool that you know you're able to you took the time you put the work in you were able to go ahead and do that. Yeah. And I mean, do you do you regret not um, watching not watching? Do you regret not hiking a certain one while you're out there? Like you wanted to, and then like you just didn't get I a mean, chance to go do it. There's ones like while I'm hiking, like. If I see, like, obviously on some, I see ones that, like, I'm possibly envisioning that I'm doing in the future. But it's always good to have that open book because you can keep doing more and more. Mm-hmm. And plus the ones that you love, you can redo it. And that's the reason why there's a few I did twice last year because different seasons. Like, I did some of the snow. I did some, I did a 3,000 foot mountain actually in the beginning of my hiking in, like, deep feet of snow by myself. So do you do that with snowshoes or are you just trying to... No, I do it with just I boots. Just, I just deal with my shoes. I, I just got. You're, nice you're wearing sneakers for that? Not boots. That one. Uh, no, I was. I was wearing boots for sneakers. I was gonna say, was gonna say you're crazy, bro. Honestly, when he just said that, I got tired of thinking of doing it. Oh yeah. It was. It was. Dude, like, I see, I'm like a mountain bad kind of guy, French mountain. You know, keep it low key, nice. You know, like he's like the hill in Solon, Maine. Bro, literally, I get up a big hill and I'm, you know. Breathing heavy, I'm like, yeah, that was a good hike, boys. Yeah, yeah. love to see it. <laughs> Goes good up stuff. the stairs. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's a good one for about seven months. Ooh, that's what was bad with COVID, dude. They were like, yeah, COVID's like loss of breath, and I'd be like, well, shit, that's every time I walk <laughs> upstairs. What the fuck? How <laughs> am I gonna know if I have it? I can barely breathe anyway. But yeah, so um, you're definitely gonna have to keep us, um, you know, informed on any ones that you do in the upcoming months before you go to school and everything yeah. like that. It's on's on the list. Um, you gonna do knife's edge? Go hardcore with it? You got. We gotta get a BCB I'm, I'm flag. And you I think put no it. matter what you do, you have to take knife's edge, don't you? No, you can go around it. Oh, I thought there was it. like three trails that all led up to. There's knife's like edge there's like different levels. Bro, do you know how many trails there are on Katahdin? Go around anything if you're not a pussy. Dean, I'd like to see you hike a mountain. <laughs> I have. I'd like yeah. to see you go. I remember which one, but I have. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see you go up a big set of stairs. What a mountain! Kentucky or Bucksport? Bucksport. Okay. Not Fort Knox. I'm, th- I'm thinking Fort Knox, Fort Knox, like, you no. know, where the gold's kept, like... The ones where, with the bunker, yeah. where they have, like, the 40 flights of stairs, dude. It's wild. I was 12 and I'd just, like, sprint up those. I don't think I could walk up those. Bro, the Rocky stairs in Philadelphia? I sprinted Woo! those. Bro, you have to, though. That's just un-American if you don't. Yeah. And you gotta do the jump at the top with your arms up in the air. Speaking of sprinting it, I wonder how many just fall on their face. Dude, while Dude, so I went there for Heritage Tour, right? Which we yeah. do through our high school to the YMCA, yeah. whatever. Hey, were we on the same one? So, uh, I went with Lawrence people. Although, Messa was there at the same time. They were on a different... They were, yeah. I'm pretty yes. sure we went same... 
Same yeah. here. The chick face planted, right? But yeah, this girl was going. <laughs> she was going down the stairs and face planted. She oh, hit it hard nice. too. They had to call an ambulance for her and everything. Like knocked out her front teeth. Like it was bad. It was so funny. <laughs> I was laughing. I was laughing so I hard. I taking a photo of that. Captioned it Rocky with another knockout. Dude. <laughs> oh, I Bro. got another heritage store one. Fucking Eli miss you. He's highly allergic. Best goal I've ever gotten to watch in hockey. Jesus. He's allergic to horses, like yeah, severely. that was the slam like, that you he hunted. could die. We went to Amish country and they had mini ponies. He had them fucking in his face like this. We get on the bus and he's fucking swollen up like a dude. Beast. I would, oh, if I would have done that, guys, hook right to the face. Oh fuck, not in the. Bro, did the, you get the my brother went to the Amish country? My brother uh, won't go to get a horse because he Bro. is so scared of getting hooked in the face. Of course, one though. Dude, they were out of shirts when we were there. Yeah, That's so mad. I mean, hey, can we get a lanyard? My dad said no. Mooses? Yeah. How can you love something you never... Never mind. Mooses? I'll be good. Yeah, moose? Yeah, I got kills. Mooses? Mooses? We talking about moose? I shot a moose. I shot a moose. My senior year of high school. Yeah. Got a 725-pound bull. Damn. Yeah. All right. I'm just going to leave now, guys. Peace out. Hunter's being a dick. So, like, you know, we're just going to go. Yeah, I didn't know if you were after this camping place in the middle of nowhere. Like I, this year, one thing I've been trying to do, and actually it's really cool. Me and my girlfriend do this. Um, we find these hidden gem uh, hiking spots, like in the like Big Little Preserves and stuff like that. Yeah. And now uh, throughout, yeah. basically all of Maine, and it's so cool. And you know, it's it's definitely camping. It's, no, that's that's really cool, dude. I mean, I'm I'm just happy that you're able to go experience that, especially you know how young you are and everything. I mean, you're what 19, 18, 18, 19, 18? 18? yeah, and Jesus, you, and you already done all of that stuff. Yeah, I mean that that's just insane, 18, dude. dude. You're just a spry one. So, all right, so we're gonna kind of switch over to uh, sports. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, sorry, so we're also going to be eating as well, because, you know, <laughs> why not? So, we're going to talk a little bit about the hockey playoffs, uh, Cameron Wyatt, uh, Duncan, you can sit in on it if you want, if not, it's fine as well, um, but, how do you guys think the playoffs are going this year? I mean, playoff hockey is the best time in any sports ever, and I'm not even an actual hockey guy, uh, named after a hockey player, but I still can't even skate, but it's all good. Fuck em. I don't know, there's nothing better than playoff hockey. I mean, the guys are skating hard, they're hitting, it's a great time. Literally, that was the first thing. I remember my grandparents when I was younger, watching the Bruins, and uh, that literally, the atmosphere during the playoffs, like that kind of intrigued me into hockey. And then ever since then, I started watching it, paying more attention to it. I used to be a big basketball fan, but now hockey is like the first thing I turn on. Yeah, we don't talk about basketball on this podcast. (laughs) I mean, I'm watching the Celtics right now, but it's all good. Celtics are going to lose and get swept. Oh, yeah, they're getting swept by Brooklyn, but still doesn't mean they're not going to watch them. Jason Tatum, absolute stud. Dude's gross. This kid hates him. Hunter hates him. Oh, speaking of... That's okay. Hunter can have wrong opinions. Speaking about a stud that turns into a dud is Connor McDavid during this playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, Where was he? he's 105 points in the regular season. Like, how many games? 56? Something so easy. Didn't show up at all. Apparently. They didn't even show up. Near the dry side of them. They're like, the Jets literally made them look like they were the Ottawa Senators. Dude, you have, um, I think it's Jason Spezza, who his salary cap is like 700 or 700,000. Mm-hmm. And you have uh, Connor David, who's like a, a $13.5 million player. Yeah. Jason Spezza is, has more points than the playoffs right now. Yeah, yeah you talked about Spezza the last I mean, like, three episodes of the podcast. The he's just a good player, team, dude. Though. You can't tell me he's not a beast. For no, the amount great. of money he's getting paid and for what he's producing, he's worth to be talked about. Yeah. yeah. No, I definitely agree. I think he's going to get a good contract coming up. But, I mean, honestly, that team is carried by – I think Mitch Marner is the best player on that team. On, on Maple Leafs. Mitch Marner is good, but Austin Matthews is still the best player on the team. That's true. Austin Matthews is the best all-around player. Playing right now, I can go with you. For yeah. sure. 
Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens <clears throat> in the next five years for sure. But I mean, the Maple Leafs, they just have to get out of this round against the Canadians. The, I think as though the best overall player right now playing in the playoffs is Con- is uh, Nathan McKinnon on Colorado. Yeah. He, uh, ever since he got back from those injuries, he has just been a beast on the ice. The kid's a stud. He's let the Blues play easily, I would say. And I, the Blues were trash-talking, saying, oh, we're just going to come back and beat them. Because they were obviously the Stanley Cup winners against the Bruins. But Yeah, I don't want to hear about that. Hey, that, that and not, not now. Breaks my not heart. Now. Breaks my heart. Literally, everyone was saying like the Capitals were going to beat the Bruins in the series. You know, it was a great series, even though they won 4-1 to in the series. But like, I think it was still good. Like I enjoyed watching the games. But it did break my heart seeing Char in a Capitals jersey. I'm not gonna it lie. It did. Yeah. Growing like, up, even though the play. guy's a pile on now, like he's yeah. not that great anymore. He's good in the defensive end if he doesn't have to move because he takes up so much space. Basically, seven feet on skates. But exactly. still, he was the captain for so long. Like he's just you know he's Boston sports. Like you think Boston sports can Patrice Bergeron, you got Chara. Like going back a little further, you got Tim Thomas. Like. All those guys that have just been guys, staples on the team. Just to see exactly. him in another jersey is just heartbreaking. Just for like one year too. Exactly. <clears throat> I hope he retires a Bruin. Sounds like a one-day contract type of vibe. Yeah. They need to do that, honestly. Do you think they retire his number? Oh, they have to. No one else in the system has 33. That's true. He's the only one. I think they got to retire it. I mean, I agree. He's done a lot. But also, the thing is, is that I also think they need to retire 37. <clears throat> do you think they do Marshawn, though? 63. Marshawn still has a lot more to prove. I think the same thing. Forward. Absolutely. I don't know. He's the a way, he's a good way. overall player, but the way to be able to the difference between Bergeron and Chara is that the poise that they have is way different than Marshawn. Marshawn is a leader, but he leads in a different way. Exactly. I mean, Bergeron and Chara are more respectful. They understand the game better, and overall, they've always just had that kind of leadership aspect to yeah. them. <clears throat> well, I mean, I just think if you don't have Marshawn on the Bruins, you're not seeing the Bruins doing as well. Their first line with Pasternak and Bergeron. Well, first off, us. that first line was non-existent in the first three games, and then Pasta decided to come alive. Yeah, I don't yeah. understand. He's so wishy-washy. But I mean, like, also still one of the best players in the NHL when he wants to play. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, what last year he had the like led the point, uh, led the league in goals. Yep. Yeah. So the real question for the Bruins is, what do they do in this off season, regardless of whether or not they win the cup? Because they've got three guys right now that they have to look to resign. First one's being Tuca, who has some obvious competition in his position with Jeremy Swayman. Shout out you, Maine. Gotta love the kid, yeah. absolute stud. And then you got Dan Vladar as well, who actually you did got prove himself just a little bit more. Yeah. As the season progressed, when both Falk and Rask are injured. And then the other big two is going to be actually their line mates. <clears throat> You're going to have David Krejci, who's obviously been a Bruin for a long time. Hopefully will continue to be. Playoff Kretsch is an absolute stud. Uh, and then Taylor Hall, who's was a midseason addition, but has come on strong for the Bruins, played great after only two two goals or two points in Buffalo. I can't remember which. Two but, points. Was, yeah, two points all season with Buffalo. So Comes in and gets that in two games with the Bruins, and now he's continued to play well. He's on fire. Did you see that goal he had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between the legs and backhands it. Oh, my God. So, like, they definitely got a lot to figure out in terms of who they re-sign, who they don't, and obviously for how much. What do you think, Hunter? You're the hockey guy here. What do you think? What direction do you think they go in? If I'm speaking from a general manager's point of view, Don Sweeney has a lot of decisions he's got to make. I mean... You have Rask, who has continuously, every single year, has proven to be a number one goalie and one of the top five goalies in the league. Until he gets into the playoffs. But the thing is, is that he's definitely getting older. I do not think he's going to be worth a $7 million contract that he has right now. So if the Bruins want to resign him, they need to offer him five mil and or 5.75 and leave it at that. Because right now, we do not need someone else. We can sign another cheap goalie. Honestly, if the Bruins were smart, they'd go after Philip Grubauer. He's in his last year right now. He's an RFA on Colorado. But then you also have David Cre- David Krejci, who is a I think he's at six he's a six point five uh, cap right now. Which he has been the Bruins second liner for the past I think like ten years. Yeah, it's like a decade. Yeah. And I mean, he's continuously proven himself to be. You know, one of the top six forwards on the Bruins every single year. But the thing is, again, he's getting older. And the Bruins need to start looking 
toward the future and kind of moving on from these certain veterans because we have so many people coming up in our AHL squad. Because I don't know if you guys have ever noticed, but when the Bruins draft, they draft for like five years. They don't draft for that next year because the Bruins have always been a top kinder team, so they never get that top draft pick. And then you have Taylor Hall, who I feel as though he has an $8 million cap right now. The Bruins can afford that if they decide to get rid of Rask and Krejci or if they decide to lower their cap on them. But the thing is, is I feel as though Rask and Krejci both want to retire in Boston. But I guess we're just going to have to see where it goes after the season and the offseason. Because this this year it is going to be a crazy free agency year. As great as... Taylor Hall has been for the Bruins this season, which I've loved watching him play. One of the things you have to keep in mind, too, is he's shown the ability to become complacent in wherever he is. So my only worry is that if the Bruins sign him long-term to big money, we have no guarantee that he's not going to do the same thing to us that he did to Buffalo, where he comes in, gets paid, and then just essentially doesn't play. Or if he's out there, he's just kind of skating around, not really trying, which... I don't know about you guys, but I think the Boston fan base as a whole would eat him alive if he tried to do that. Kind of like a David Price situation with the Red Sox. They, yeah. they definitely would, but did you not notice? Buffalo has never been a top contained team. Correct. I mean, they had their stretches back in like the 90s and 80s, but you know, like, I think like the early 2000s. But he was not happy. He wasn't playing good. And now they're now Jack Eichel's about to leave. Which I'd love to see him in a Bruins uniform. Yeah, Bruins cannot really afford him. I know. There's no way, but There's, like... I'd love to see a hometown boy. Honestly, he went to BU or BC? BU, BU, right? He graduated from BU. Graduated from BU. I'd love to see him in a, Celtic, or a Bruins uniform, excuse me. But I feel as though with Taylor Hall, if he is playing good hockey, he's going to stay happy, especially if his team is winning. That is a big thing in hockey. You're not, you become complacent because the team that you're on and the ability of everyone around you. I mean, I get that, but at the same time, too, I think the difference between a good player and a great player is that good players are good by themselves. Great players can elevate people around them. And I think that when Taylor Hall wants to, he can be a great player. But he's not a guy like Bergeron who's always a great player. I was going to say, yep. Because a guy like Bergeron's never going to become complacent like that. He's always going to want to improve and have his teammates improve and have everyone around him get better. And I don't think that Taylor Hall so far has really shown the ability to do that on a long-term basis, and I worry that if he comes to the Bruins, he could slowly become a cancer to the locker like he did in Buffalo, and that's the last thing that the Bruins need. But the thing is, the Bruins... And, I mean, you've shown, last year alone, they showed that if something happens to shake up the locker room, that the Bruins could fall apart. I mean, Rask leaving because of his daughter with COVID, which I don't blame him, it is what it is, but, you know, the timing of it wasn't great, and I think that it really, really hurt the Bruins, and I don't know, I think that... Mentally, the Bruins aren't super strong, which makes me worry for them for the long playoff run. But, like, I don't know. Taylor Hall worries me sometimes. That's all I got to say, you know? I don't think he's on a big contract. I really don't. I think you have to give him another show-me deal. Sign him one year to, I don't know, $5 million, $6 million, whatever because it may like, be. He's going to want He's gonna want a long-term. He's either going to want a five-year to eight-year. I say counter-offer for the three-year. So you have a little gap. But make sure that he is an RFA. Yeah. Because, honestly, the trade deadlines – Anything can happen. Yeah. And if the Bruins aren't happy with him... They can trade him. They can trade him. They can get something else. I mean, there's so many different possibilities for it. And that's in like every, any sport. Well, you we saw what happened when, uh, after Taylor Hall left Buffalo. Buffalo actually started actually winning some games. That's what I'm saying. He was kind of a so, cancer to the locker room while he was there. I'm just saying that, you know, he's trying to prove himself now, which is cool and good, but I don't think he's really owned up to everything he's trying to do. Alright, Duncan, what do you think about it? <laughs> you're just glad Boston won, dude. Huh? I'm just glad Boston won. I don't, like, when you're not at my house, I don't watch any hockey. I know. I'll watch Celtics or I'll watch baseball. That's about it. I can go on MLB TV or MLB Network and literally just, it does not matter what the game is. Blue Jays, Yankees, Phillies, Marlins. What do you think of the Red Sox? I can, they're rolling. Right we're, get, we're getting into that. We're That'll getting... be in a minute. I mean, so, that's... I can watch whatever when it comes to baseball, but <clears throat> unless it's not a, unless it's a Bruins game, I usually don't watch hockey. Unless it's Stanley Cup Finals or something like that. I don't know. Just yeah. playoff hockey in general is the best time know. in sports. Don't get me wrong. I love baseball in October. It's great. Super Bowl is awesome. 
But playoff hockey, yes, it's tough to beat. It really yes. is. Hey, it's fast. It's hard hitting. You got goals. Just there's intense. excitement. You got fights, which I know you don't like in hockey. I listen to the pod, but like, yeah. just makes everything fun and enjoyable. You never know what's gonna happen. Like, it's hard to beat. Like, you're literally right sitting now, on. Too. Yeah, you're literally sitting on the edge of your seat every five seconds. Literally, mm-hmm. like those. I don't know if you ever noticed or not, but in the past five years, on the Western Conference, when you have St. Louis versus Chicago, or Nashville versus <clears throat> Chicago, or really any series that Chicago is in the playoffs, you have to watch it. Chicago makes playoffs Dude. this year? Mm-hmm. I was going to say, they didn't have Jonathan Taze this year, ago, right? Yeah, they didn't. Original six rivalry, Bruins, Montreal. I went to game one and went second overtime. Word. I had to leave early though because we had to get on the fucking train. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, my oh my god! So the way the way you feel about um playoff hockey is the way I feel about every single baseball game. Yeah, because which is awesome as a fan. It doesn't matter if it's spring training or whatever it is. If you go to a game, there's a possibility. If it's the ninth inning. Or say it's even like the fifth inning, and Mookie Betts gets up. There's always a chance that somebody's gonna hang a fastball, and Mookie's going. Mookie's going yard. Oh, absolutely. So it doesn't. Yeah. So the way you guys feel about playoff hockey, that's how I feel about every single game I've ever watched of baseball because shit happens. I yeah. think at the same time too, you have to understand that for a casual baseball fan that's not gonna go to games all the time, actually yeah. go to a park. Baseball's tough to watch on TV sometimes. It's I've a slower so many people that have said, I can go watch a game in person, but I can't watch it on TV. And I think that's one of the biggest issues right now <laughs> with baseball's pace of play. I know the uh, Players Union and all these other t- you know entities have talked about it over and over, how to do it. You know, in- Implementing a pitch clock is one of the things they've talked about a bunch of times. Right, it's just a it. tough product to take in through t- television. Whereas right. a sport like hockey, watching it on TV, it's awesome. People well, love it. Exactly. I think that's but, part of the reason why I don't like hockey is, I mean, he was over at my house the other night, and somebody shot the puck, and he goes, oh, just barely missed, and I said, where the fuck's the puck? <laughs> I don't even <laughs> see that line before. I just see people. I can't even see it right now until every once in a while after they shoot the puck, I'll go, oh. There it is, and then shoot it again, and I'll go. Yeah, here we it's go. Like you gotta get zoned into it. You, you gotta, gotta pay attention. You have to pay attention. I, you sing me, like I'm like. Yeah, I can't. See, I think the difference is for you is that you never grew up watching hockey. You grew up playing baseball, so baseball, you know, when you hit that field, you know, everything changes. Yeah. When you're on your Before couch, when you're sitting at home on your couch watching a game, you kind of get that feeling like you're on a field, like you're yeah. like there in in the sense. Exactly. Yeah. Same way. With me with hockey, I grew up playing hockey. I grew up watching hockey. Every single game, I'm like dialed in for some reason. Yeah. I Once mean, you learn the game, game too and like get used to it all, like yeah. everything slows down for you. Like I grew up doing sports that were fast paced all the time. Like I grew up, I played football, I played baseball for a little while through little league. I played lacrosse all the way through high school. I wrestled. I played unified basketball, which if you don't know what that is, look it up. It's the coolest thing ever. I was a helper, not a player. Thank you, Hunter. But like, nah, like it's all like dropping threes. <laughs> Kanye scoring a hundred points on people in wheelchairs. Oh my God. Nah, but like it's all fast-paced stuff. So like you kind of get used to layup, it. Came out of nowhere, <laughs> Shooting into the third row of the bleachers. Nah, but like for real, like it's awesome. Look it up if you have don't know what it is. It's incredible. You know, warms your heart. But like, I think almost every high school has. A lot of them are getting there. I know Messalonsky has one. I know Winslow has one because that's who Scott I played for. Have one. Shout out Winslow. Uh, yeah, Scowhegan has one. Lawrence has one. Oceanside. There's a bunch of them. But like, oh, fuck Oceanside. Bro, literally, <clears throat> fuck those kids. Titus? No. Yeah. Titus, he hit an inside the park home run off me once. Kid's a dick. Because I hung a curveball in the top of the zone. Well, that sounds like a and personal our, problem. Our right that does sound like a you problem. Our right fielder fucking sucked. His name was Tyler Field, and he literally could probably throw the ball 30 feet. So Tyler Field couldn't field? So it was... Dean from left field over there, pun intended. If he fielded the ball at the right field fence, it would take two cutoffs to get it to second base. Jeez. Yikes. So that's how he got... So hung a curveball on accident, slammed it to right field, Two cutoffs later, 
but he's rounding third and fucking teaming for home, dude. Not even a throw to home. Yeah. Next, he was like a he was like a four year senior though. Yeah. Um, so when we were playing him, it was like yeah. So, that's so, that's we're, so we're all like. 15, 16, he's like 22. 22, just like, what the fuck? So, speaking of baseball now, I kind of want to talk about one play here. The bias play. What happened? Smart play, my bias is fine. I mean, it was a smart play play by bias, base running wise, getting into a pickle because the first baseman was stupid and didn't tag first. First off, with pickles, MLB the show, fun as shit. Hate it. Because I don't even press anything. Next thing I know, my thing is going all the way. The third. You know what else he hates is sometimes the game will lag, and it's always in the ninth inning for some reason, and the game will lag, and he'll be like standing on home plate, and I'll just get the ball with my catcher, run up, tag him, game over, and he loses, and he's like, what the fuck? Dude, I get Every so time, pissed, dude. like controller through the TV type pissed. He literally yeah. spent probably 30 seconds the last time it happened just wailing on my eyes. <laughs> I was like, like, it's my fault. <laughs> It's the game, dude. Okay, so, first baseman. I don't even know who the hell it is, but you have to have more common sense. When he when he came off the bag to get that ball, he was only five feet away. As soon as you see Baez run the other way, you turn around and you tag that base. You don't try and keep tagging him because that's one way to just waste time, first of all. But also, you have one of the fastest guys in the league on third base, you can't expect to get Javier Baez in the pickle and not have the guy just go absolutely try and truck the catcher. So that's my thoughts on it. I think, I mean, it's just on the Pirates' part, it's one of the dumbest plays I've ever. Oh, it's easily one of the lowest baseball IQ plays I've ever seen in my life. It's just my thing is you're making that much money a year, and a twenty-year-old knows, a twenty-year-old knows, a twenty-year-old knows. How to run that play correctly, and we're over here making like nineteen dollars an hour. <laughs> yeah, it's just easy. You don't try. The other thing is, the first baseman saw. I can't. I think it was uh, Cronenworth, right? No, fuck, that's Padres. Um, no, I think that's Pirates. I don't know my fantasy. No, Cronenworth is Padres. Sure. Um, who the hell bats before Bias? Um. Where it was, the first baseman saw him coming down the third baseline because he looks up at him, and rather than tossing the catcher the ball, then he just holds it for an extra two seconds, throws the catcher and first the ball off, too late. And first off, he's like oh, yeah, you're jogging, right. not even trying to run after the guy and tag him. He's just jogging. Right. Which first off, you get the out. You technically. Can't get in a pickle between first and second. Before, both between first and home. Before that play, I've never seen that happen. Neither have I. I've seen it happen as a joke, but I've never seen a guy literally go back to home plate, watch the guy tag home, call him safe, and then somehow get to fucking second. I've never seen that happen in my life. But, um, the La- Lazon, or was that Lauer? I think it was. I think it was Lazon. He was the pitcher for the Bowers pitcher. Yeah. No, the Brewers pitcher. Yeah. He's other than Shohei Otani. He just hit his first ever professional like home run. Yeah, I've never seen a pitcher go that far. Like he went yard. Yeah, it was deep. I think it was like four fifty eight. Guys, a modern day Babe Ruth. Like other than than Shohei Otani, he's like the first pitcher to go yard this year. Okay. Shohei Otani's new age Babe Ruth. Anyway. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, so, but speaking of people who have been going yard lately, Boba Shett had two home runs in two games. Did you watch any of them? Yes. Okay. They had the Yankees series. Now they're facing the... Right, I get that. Uh, but yeah. the first game, both of them, okay, both of them were jacked, dude. Like second row in Yankee Stadium. They were far. So... That's basically all I have to say on it. Was they were like the two furthest home runs I've seen Bobuchet hit this year. Um, He's a good player. But then Trevor Bauer is the next one that we have to talk about. 
He's pitching out of his mind right now. Dude's a stud. 126 pitches the other night. Can't even say he's a stud, but can't stand the guy. Yeah, I think he's annoying, but I think he's a good ball player. He's a great... I think he's probably the number one pitcher in the league for me. I'm not going by stats. I'm just Uh, going by... DeGrom, hands down, far and away, any day. DeGrom is good. DeGrom has a sub-1 ERA right now. Bro, I'll take him seven days a week and twice on Sunday. Yeah. Over anybody. (laughs) Over anybody in the league. Yeah, Bauer's good, but he's not top. I mean, one of... Kershaw's good, but I think Bauer's pitching better than him right now. If DeGrom had an offense behind him, he would win Cy Young year after year. He is incredible. They lose games where he gets no decision because he gets no offense behind him. You know how many games he's lost? one nothing, 2 nothing, 2-1? just lost one. Oh, no, that was Marcus Stroman. It's never. ridiculous. It is honestly sad Speaking to see. Speaking of Stroman, Blue Jays never should get rid of him. No. Also, no, they have no pitchers. They only have Ryu. Well, De- Blue Jays De- and their DeGrom fans are all right trash, so, like, yeah. you know. DeGrom right now is, like, Solid the best dude, he batter wants, dude, on the map. Burnett wants to get punched this episode, I'm telling you. <laughs> he wants it. I'm, I'm here for all the smoke, boys. Let's see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. DeGrom, I think I saw something the other day. He's batting, as a pitcher, he's batting like 500. Who's this? DeGrom. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he has no he has no offense behind him, but he's producing that he's helping himself in that case because he's pitching unreal. I mean, his whip right now is like, it's like .5 or something like that. It's historic. It's crazy. So, it's insane the amount of like perfect innings this guy has and then he gets up to bat and does the exact same shit so let me ask you this you're a big baseball guy yeah are you taking a prime mad bum madison bum garner or jake DeGrom? jake DeGrom. same here but mad bum does have bombs right but his fastball is only like 89 miles an hour that's true but he still produced though when he was right. in San Fran, like, he won, what, he two World Series, three World Series, bro? Like, and he was hitting bombs while he was doing it? Like, yeah. did he win did a Cy Young? Huh? Did he win a Cy Young? He's won, like, three, I think. I was going to say. He's won a lot. He was good in San Fran, and then he moved to Arizona, and it's just kind of crap. Dude, he was trying to join the Home Run Derby one year, and the Giants wouldn't let him. Yeah, because, I mean, you can't really join the Home Run Derby because they only have, like, three home runs. <clears throat> but, fuck him. Shohei Otani is going to be in it this year. Yeah. Because he's a pitcher and he's, what, second in the league for home runs? Yeah, because Vladdy's in first. No, Suna. No, 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 Suna. Acuna. Acuna. Acuna Matata? Acuna Matata, yeah. (laughs) Acuna Matata. Who's the guy you were asking to trade for me? Wasn't there someone in the Hardy Shaw competition that couldn't break 70? Like last year? Why are you including yourself in that? I didn't break 70, but. (laughs) No, for Chow. Um, I'm not. <laughs> Dude, we tested it out. You cannot. You just, I can said, with you just told Dean the other day that I can actually hum pots. And you want to talk about the batting cage, bud? You want to bring that shit up? I don't you, play baseball. You killed the fuck out of the tee. Hey, still made contact. Yeah, I don't play hockey, and I still shot pretty good, didn't I? Hmm. No, that thing was coming maybe 40 miles an hour. Yeah, okay. This yeah, is the real shit, test here. I told okay. you. Get on the ice. Sunday mornings, Tuesday nights, Friday nights. Whenever you want to see me on the ice? Yeah. You can barely I want to fucking skate. You know what it's going to look like, dude? If I'm on the ice, it's going to look like a fucking deer on ice. <laughs> you ever <laughs> seen that? That shit just like eats it. Bro, I'm named That's after cool. a hockey player. Cam Neely, shout out. Bro, I can't skate. I can go straight really, really good, really, really fast. You asked me to slow down, stop, return. Not a fucking chance. No. I'm hitting that wall or the boards, whatever the fuck you call them in your sport. <laughs> Fucking, I'm hitting the boards. I'm literally picking my feet up and turning myself and go straight again until I got to hit the boards again. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> all I, all I want to do is get somebody to catch, and I want to throw this kid my slider and see if he could semi-make contact with it. Because that's all he ever says is, I could definitely hit off you. If I, Dude, throw, if Matt, I throw an 87 mile an hour... There's like nine fields... There's nine fields in Madison that are never used. Well, that means it's a good test. Yeah. Let's we go. We got to do it. We got the camera. Let's film it. Yeah, vlog. If I throw you my slide. We're doing it tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. What time? I don't know. Cam's got like four baseball bats in his basement. 
That's true. Okay. They're all metal though. I'll have a wood though. I got a wood bat. A wood. I got a wood bat downstairs. I guarantee. It's my brother's high school bat. First slider I throw. This kid is talking out. Oh, for sure. He's getting planted on his ass. Is what's gonna happen. You do realize that I won't even move if a puck's coming at my face. I just take it. I don't even care if my helmet's on or off. I'll just take it. I'm not gonna duck out of the way. Bro, you're gonna look like that guy on bench warmers that eats sunscreen. Chill out. What's his name? Howie? Howie. Hey, Howie, on base percentage? The moon? 1,000. <laughs> Just Bro, saying. God tier baseball movie. <laughs> Benchwarmers 2? Suck ass. Oh, terrible. But Benchwarmers 1? Right up there with Field of Dreams, baby. <laughs> yeah. Field of Dreams is gross. I just watched that the other day, I think. You build yeah, it, they will come. Kind of like BCB. It's you build it, they will come. Speaking of building it, got some good grub in Central Maine. You still have like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. Uh, what's your top ten go? What's your top three go-to places? Top three go-to for dinner, breakfast, or lunch? Anything, just throw it out there. Okay, lunch. Uh, breakfast is either early bird or big cheese. Solid choices. I can respect it. Early bird, early bird is cheap as shit, and you get your food in like five minutes. And it's good service. Cool right. people. Um, can I shout, shout out, uh, Jerry? Bro, Jerry. she's the best! Dude, always called Jerry. me Hun, I'm like... I Bro, it makes you. your day. It really yeah, does. 100%. Uh, so Big G's, I like that too for breakfast. Um, for lunch... Fuck, I'm probably just gonna have to go Big G's again. Honestly. Because I just <laughs> eat lunch at my house. Just the big boy loves Big G's. Yuck, and then dinner, honestly, probably... Yo, you rocking a hole or a half sandwich? It depends no, on how hungry I am. Honestly, if I'm like kind of hungry, I'll just rock a half sandwich. Alright. Yeah. Can't call this bullshit. <laughs> He's looking at you just over here just going yeah. bullshit. Dude, we're going there Sunday. Let's just go and I'll. Alright, let's do it, bro. Whole, like breakfast before sandwich. Wyatt, what are you rocking with? What are your top three joints in Central Maine? I didn't even finish dinner. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Onto your pod and I'm taking over. Did you say Applebee's? Maybe. Possibly. Bro, you're throwing out Applebee's with that's all the good basic. grub places. Come on now. Come on. Honestly, Dude, I've tried that. like fucking three of these. And Augusta, I like that. That just means you gotta Bro, get out more. I just was listing off places. Like, name your favorite place for dinner. My favorite place for dinner. Mom's house. <laughs> Texas Roadhouse. All right, I can respect that's that. That's a good choice. The freaking rolls. Not where I like Kush. Yo, hold up. Real serious question for the boys. Are we taking the rolls from Texas Roadhouse or the breadsticks from Olive Garden? Breadsticks from Olive Garden. Rolls rolls from Texas Roadhouse. Don't. Are you guys high? (laughs) Alright, so here's my thing. If it's breadsticks by themselves versus the rolls with the butter, I'm taking the rolls. But if I got soup with the breadsticks, I'm taking the breadsticks. Okay. Now, hold on. The Zupa Toscana at Olive Garden, bro. Oh, my oh my God. Yes. Okay. Yes. But if I'm getting a if I'm getting a breadstick, I'm cutting that bitch open. You're deep throwing that shit. Don't let it fool. You're not fooling us. <laughs> we already know you, Hunter. It's okay. You're a hockey guy. It's fine. Well, I got to lube it up with a little bit of butter first. You said oh, you didn't okay. play lacrosse. Oh, wait. Yes, you did. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to talk about playing lacrosse? Coach, I want to play attack. I don't like running too much. <laughs> hey, I played Tendi, and I stopped Pelletier shots. Fuck with me. Wow, you like you ever hit the net? Pelletier's a pussy. Try stopping, you um, had a good shot, though. Yeah, but he's still a pussy. Try stopping, Connor uh, Smith is better. What was his name? Connor Nail. Smith's Try stopping Nail yeah. shot. Connor Smith's lettuce. I took one to the foot. Connor Smith's yeah, a G. To the Shout out to his mom, Melissa. She's a waitress of coming after. Camper fucking deserved it. Camper's All right. So Wyatt, what do you got? What are your top three? Oh, top three. Pick one for breakfast, lunch, one for dinner. Breakfast? I gotta go A-Hop. A-Hop and Augusta. That's just... Hey, so Bob. You remember that nice night at your, uh, at your dorm? All right. And then yeah. lunch. Lunch is always a toss-up, honestly. Like, I'm always on the go. Subway. Break time. Twenty percent off. Subways. You gotta plug your jobs. Also, free food? Question mark. Free food. I wish. Is it true that you free get cookies? only one free sandwich during your shift? I don't get a free sandwich during my shift. That is horseshit. Then why do you work there? <laughs> Fuck that. Honestly, just because it's close. I'm like, hey, it's convenient. All right, what's that the dinner good. joint? What's the dinner joint? Coach Knox. 
All right, I can respect you. Bro, have you ever had? Have you ever had the crab ragoon pizza? Yes. Bro, yeah. shit's gas. Speaking of crab ragoon so pizza, there's this place down in um Cornet. Yeah. It's yeah. called Fairgrounds. Okay. Oh. You've heard of it, right? Yes. Dude, they have anything you can imagine on a pizza. Word. Like, it's amazing. It's worth like the four-hour drive. All right, so what's your top three? For breakfast, I'm going to have to stick to a classic here. It's toss-up between Denny's. Oof. Hey, we do love our trips okay. to Denny's. We do like the trips to Denny's. The boys Dude, to Denny's. The, Denny's has always been a savior for me, especially waking up. 4 a.m. for hockey. Fair yeah, enough. Me, me and Hunter went to Denny's one day. And then and goes, there's an old like little country diner in um in <laughs> Norwalk. It was actually called Duck and Holly's, but now it's called Wetworth. Jeez. Okay. It it's honestly a nice go to family spot. All right. So how about lunch and dinner? For lunch, um, I'm gonna have to go with Rita's. Rita's uh house pizza in Winslow. Okay. Dude, I worked for pizza. I worked for a whole month like. 20 feet away from that place, never went. Where were you, Dunks? Huh? Where were you, Dunks? No, I worked on Fort Halifax. Oh, where? Okay. Oh, did you roof it? Yeah. Got you. Did you pass every day and fucking honk? Because there was somebody that passed every day. Wasn't me, boss. So, how about dinner spot? What you got? I'm going to have to go with you know who's. The pub? Yeah. They got good pizza. They have a great burger. As long as it's made correctly. Like, that thing is, like, massive. All right. Wait, what's the best burger place? Are we talking Portland Pie? So okay, I don't count Portland Pie because it's like it's gourmet. You know what I mean? It's on a different level. But if we're talking like just a pizza place, like gotta go with a a, like a little family pizza, like House of Pizzas. Bro, here's what I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna I'm gonna plug a spot right now, and you guys need to check it out. It's in Winslow, where it's a good pizza used to be. Oh, it's called the Two Cent Pub. Place is gross in a good way, like. Absolutely disgusting, awesome, fucking incredible pie, like, cool service, the waitresses are all cool, like... Are they hot? Nah, they're all, like, 50 plus, but, like, it's alright. Fuck it, still tipping. Oh. Hey, bro, we love, <laughs> hey, we love a good basic. MILF. You know that what I'm saying? True. That is okay. true. Okay, like, what's your top three? Alright, so let me preface also, this by saying this. saying, we skip, like, three things in baseball, fuck them. Keep going, top three. Alright, so let me preface this by saying this. We're talking just Central Maine. Otherwise, my rankings would be a di- little different. Same For here. breakfast, I'm going with Flatlanders Diner. It's in Fairfield Center, headed out towards Skowhegan. Yeah. On the right-hand right. side. Very good. It's right by the Fairfield Antiques Mall. Yep. Incredible. Great family that runs it. Shout out to the Beals. Reagan and Lexi. Absolute smokes. Love them to death. <laughs> Hit up the ground. <laughs> no, literally. Reagan's on TikTok. She's TikTok famous. Uh, That's like 50 views. <laughs> but if I'm going... If I'm going, like, my straight-up favorite breakfast joint, I'm absolutely picking Waffle House seven days a week, twice on Sundays. I've never been there sober, but it's incredible. (laughs) Uh, I've only drank the blood of Christ at church, though I'm not 21. Let me just say that. Uh, Badass line. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. That's a cap. Uh, (laughs) For lunch, I'm absolutely 100% going Courtney's Hot Dogs in Winslow. Oh. Is that good? Bro, it is absolutely is incredible. It than I had it for lunch today. Different than Belanger's. I'm taking Courtney's over Bowley's. I'm taking it over a Fenway Frank from Fenway. I'm taking Courtney's, period. Fuck everybody else. Is that the one that used to be in Oakland? No. Cam no. just really likes having wieners shut down. Oh, I absolutely do. They're Italian sausages on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, too. Absolute gas. Check it out. Down. No, absolutely not. I can deep throat that shit. Just like Cupcake, baby. Deep throat. Lick, lick, lick. <laughs> I don't want... Okay, anyway. <laughs> but if we're talking dinner, I'm going to Point After. Point Who After. lives there? You Bro, I'm there at least three out. times a week. That's an understatement. You're there like every night. It's just a good chill place. Exactly. You can go for an app. You can go for food. They got a huge menu. TV's everywhere for sports. If you're a sports fan like I am, love it. You get every sport, every channel. Anything you can imagine, you can get. Football Sundays during the NFL season. They got every single game on. There is... Not gambling, wink, wink, nudge, nudge going on while you're there. By uh, that logic, there's not gambling anywhere you go. Exactly. Exactly. Like, it's a great spot, great food, great grub, great people to be around. Love it. Dino, what's your top three, boss? Top three, sticking with early bird for breakfast. Solid. Um, dinner, back before I got shut down because of Rona, Joseph's. I love, okay. how, we, I love how we just... just 
skip Dude, lunch. Dude, their prime rib. Like lunch guy, Dean. <laughs> no, this oh, one. So for lunch, I don't really know. Like for lunch, it's usually just something quick because I work or I'm in school, so I need something. Probably Shelby's. Because I work at a computer at home. Boys, can I throw in another no, one in there? School. So, <laughs> like probably I said, Shelby's Deli. All right, that's a solid choice. Their chicken Smokes salad, bro. Their chicken Boy. salad. Buffalo chicken. Buffalo chicken. Crispy pop. Crispy buffalo chicken wrap. I can't talk. Dude, okay. So Speaking tired. of a buffalo chicken wrap, you gotta check out the Zula store in Norwalk. Where's that? So you know when you're going to Mercer? Yeah. So it's uh it's right past the elementary school right there. Oh, Is that right, the okay. Place we got the pizza. No, that's dude. That's not Norwalk. Oh, that was up in like Solon. <laughs> Is this on 201? No. God bless Solon, bro. I can't He's wait to turn 21 and go to the Solon Hotel. Dude, the Solon Hotel, you're guaranteed to come back with a hotel room with at least three 60-year-old women with no teeth. Guaranteed best blowjob of your life. Oh, yeah. No teeth involved. Straight gumming it, bro. Dude, honestly. All right. Did you say 60 or 6? 60. <laughs> 6? I did not hear 60. All right, bro. So going back to food right quick, I got to throw in a little plug. So like I said earlier in the pod, I go to school down in Virginia at Roanoke College. So all through PA, uh, Virginia, Maryland, there's a spot called Sheets. It's a gas station, but hear me out. So it's like a Wawa? It's kind of like Wawa, but a hundred times better. It's all made to order food, fucking delicious. You go there at like three o'clock in the morning, get a grilled cheese and fries, and I swear to God, it's like an oh orgasm in your mouth. It's fucking incredible. Literally, no. It reminds me of a place where my cousin took me in North Carolina, he was like just driving down the road in the middle of nowhere. We pull over to like the left into this abandoned, looks like gas station. It was like, like a dollar general. No, like, <laughs> there's always a dollar general in the middle, middle of nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. It's, it's like the hood Walmart. Hey, no one around for Bro, it's like, bro, Bingham, Maine just got a dollar general. Yes. Right across, yes. right across yes. from Bingham General, bro. Right across from Bingham General, they got a dollar general. And I'm like, yo, this is so awesome. <laughs> Bingham. I was saying is Solon and Bingham on the rise right now, dude. Bro, Bingham is the shit. I got a camp up there. It's incredible. I live up in shout Edmund, out, so. shout out to Sharon Flannery working at Bingham General. She's an absolute G. I love the How woman. many fucking shout outs are we gonna have on this podcast? Bro, so shout out twenty different times. Cam, I'm surprised Cameron just hasn't shout out everyone in the state of Maine. He just got like listed once. Just shout out the state of Maine while we're at it. Fuck them. Well, uh, thank you guys for another episode of Blue Collar Boys. Um. You know, this has been a very, you know, exciting week. You know, we've had two special guests. We have Wyeth and Cam. Fucking right. Um, you guys are probably going to be hearing more from them as the, you know, weeks go on. Yes. And um, I don't know about you guys, but Wyeth is, you know, he's going to be traveling more as the summer goes on and going to school and stuff. And so isn't Cam going to school. But since we're live right now, I would like to offer a contract to Cam to join as a member of BCD. I would absolutely love to accept. I'm down. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for. It's not really a contract because you're probably not gonna get paid for a while. So just pull up. Fuck them. Just pull up anytime. We'll just have you on the podcast. You too, though. Like if you're hiking a mountain or some shit, you can just call into the podcast and be like, "Yo, what's up, bitches?" And I mean, I'll I'll fall down right now. Yeah, and you know, if anyone ever wants to, you know, come on the episode or call in, just remember. Well, actually, if Dean ever gets the website going up again, that'd be yeah. great. Well, if he didn't lose the fucking sign-on. I mean, you're you're our editor, so... He never gave me the sign-on for the first site. This seems like a personal problem. It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, beef I don't want to be in the middle of, so I'm not sure. Actually, fuck off. You're a part of the podcast, uh, podcast now, so... Well, all right. Uh, thank you guys for a great episode. Um, hope you guys like it. Remember to like, subscribe, share to your friends, whatever you want to do. Just, yeah. if you don't like it, fuck off. Fuck off. Um, fuck him. Yeah, fuck you, motherfucker. Find the train. Yeah, honestly, uh, just honestly, you know, thank you guys. For the, well. Thank you guys for the support, and um, hope you guys like the episode. Peace out.